0: Hey, 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 we're live. We're we live? We are. Awesome. We're live. Hey, welcome to Newsworthy. We're live. We have a guest and we have wine. That's awesome. awesome day. It is yeah. awesome. Clay Davis is with us today. We're going to talk about some national surveillance. He was with us once
1: before when we discussed the same issue on the state and local level, and we're certainly glad to have him back with us. Uh, when we take a look at the same thing on a national level, which is far scarier, Than the local level.
0: Yep. And we have a very fitting wine for today. And the only reason we're drinking wine today, pretty much, is because we have Clay here, and that gives us a good excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Not the fact that we're alcoholics by now.
1: (laughs) I'll be the reason.
0: Yeah, Clay can be the reason. So tell us about our wine today, Jerry.
1: Um, The name of it is Liberty Creek. That's unimportant. The important part is the three most important words for any wine. A cold, sweet Sweet red. red. Got that New York Times? Cold. Of course, I know I've never had Liberty Creek before. I've had a few sips of this one. It seems to be very good. But it is a cold, sweet red, and that's about 90% of what it takes to make a great wine.
0: Um, Now, that being said, I have started a Twitter campaign because I didn't know it at the time. But uh, Stella Rosa has a Twitter a tweet. A, twi- a Twitter account. <laughs> so now I'm tagging us in every single thing in Stella Rosa. Hopefully we can get a corporate sponsor out of that. <laughs> as, much as, we, as much as we drink and promote their product, uh, you know, for free. They should definitely. They do make a good one. I mean, we don't need money. We're, we're cheap. Send us a bottle of wine every now and again.
2: <laughs> I thought we'll you hashtag
0: say that. send us some wine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hashtag, that all, hashtag day. that all day. Uh-huh. I
1: thought you were going to ask for a masseuse.
0: No, no, that's your job.
1: No, no, you, you, you and your small town me how much you want to try out the,
0: <laughs> the no towel masseuse. That's oh no, no, no! no. I'm, I'm about as a, as much into that as you are into feet picks. That's I wasn't mm. supposed
1: to say that because Robin's not here.
0: I'm sorry, Robin. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah,
1: she doesn't <laughs> listen to that.
2: the podcast. Cool. So we're. <laughs> okay, and beyond. She doesn't care. <laughs> she, she has not listen to this talk, all the time. We don't. Exactly. <laughs> right? Why would she tune in for bonus material, <laughs> bonus content? She,
0: she gets that her whole life. I, I yeah. promise you. She, she doesn't want really to hear extra. She was just talking on the phone all the time. It's crazy. She's like, I hear that all the time. I don't need to hear it on your podcast. If you start talking about murderers or something, uh, like ghosts or Crime. things yeah. that I fall in the rabbit hole for. She doesn't all that. But I
1: know she doesn't hear that much from you at home. Why? It was just the other day when you told telling me that you hadn't spoken to her in four years. She said you thought it would be a rude interrupter. Remember?
2: <laughs> Whoa. 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 Ouch. Oh, man.
0: Oh, she is definitely listening to this episode. I guarantee. she not
2: listen
0: to <laughs> The only thing that's going to save you is that when this episode
2: airs... Say me. You're going to said this. We're going to be in Mexico. As Jerry closed that statement, he, he downed <laughs> that glass of wine, too, man. He's, like, empty now. He just, Absolutely. like, period on the end of the sentence. I'm like, I just Clam. threw his ass under yeah. the bus. On the big time.
0: Well, you know, I, that, I'm glad you, you bring that up, because I have a problem, and, and I need to talk to you guys about it. Okay. Apparently... Uh, I've been getting flowers at work at the office. Oh, really? But all the buds are cut off of them.
2: Is that right? It is. You know, like Morticia Adams, right? Yeah, yeah I'm afraid I'm Adam getting stalked. Oh, <laughs>
0: That's not what they say. That
1: is not what they say. It is what they say. They are much you, smarter than you give You them have credit been away. wanting to be stalked for so long that you have come up with this
2: delusional theory in your mind. And that's what it took to get there. Oh, no. I think no. he was just trying to do a professional radio segue, talking about stalking, and we're ready to start talking about the NSA. He yeah, everybody. about that? Stalking, Woo! Stalking
0: everybody. Well, according to Jerry, I have a face for radio, so it <laughs> works.
2: <Yeah.
1: laughs> Not just me that said that. I've heard you often say your mother used to say that years ago.
0: <laughs> no, no. She said she wished I was on the radio. So that she could change the channel. Oh, okay. <laughs> big difference gotcha. there. Give me some more of that wine. That's a and big bottle. Yeah. Gosh,
2: that's a big so bottle. Stephen, get me. Am I right in remembering that you're a big fan of SpaceX? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I guess you've heard that uh, NASA is thinking about another trip to the moon.
0: Artemis. That's yeah, a, That yeah. actually just, yeah. they, they fired it up Bra- yesterday. Breaking news, you yeah. know.
2: Um, Well, there's already a a restaurant up there. Have you heard about that? No, no. Great food, but no atmosphere.
0: (laughs) 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 I like it. Yes, we've corrupted Clay. I
2: was was able to make it topical, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm, That is sweet. So, how's everyone's week been? Uh, let you start with that, Clay. How's your week been, man? Brutal,
2: but it's over, so I get to reload and hopefully have another shot at another one next week that may not be as brutal, but we'll see.
0: Clay serves a very, very important role, vital, vital role yes. to the sanity and the livability in today's divided <laughs> USA. Uh, much unfortunately, much to the chagrin of his body. <laughs> yes but uh without clay there would be a lot of angry people walking around the town so yeah we appreciate what you do every day your
2: distribution business and it's uh busier than ever
0: <laughs> <laughs> now do you work for a specific company i've always been curious to how that works as far as it do, do you only like say work for budweiser or is Bud, do you just market
2: all of the beers it's a uh, a split between uh I work on the Anheuser-Busch side of things, and then there's another distributor in Kentucky that deals with the Miller products. Um, so, yeah, we've got the, the Anheuser-Busch family and then a lot of local products as well, like Country Boy and Lexington Brewing. And,
0: yeah, Cougar Bait's and a good Cougar beer. Cougar
2: Bait is, it, it is the uh, preferred craft beer for Kentucky Rednecks. So, Sweet. Yeah. Fifth,
0: yeah. It it's a very good beer,
1: but I don't know that... I can't personally justify its price. It's similar proud. to several other beers that I also like, but it's expensive. But, yeah. you know, I do
2: like it. Uh, in the wintertime, the Shotgun Wedding product is one of my all-time favorites. It's just a really good beer. And because it is unlike other beers that I can find on the market, I don't mind paying a little extra for that one. Sure. But I do see your point. There are, you know, it's, I really, for a six-pack, it is, the, it, is a pricey, it is a pricey price tag. Who is... So. Gut Yingling in this area—that's us, yeah. Is it? Okay. And, and typically, that is normally uh, distributed by Miller distribution centers. Um, we got lucky and ended up getting a contract on it, so we're mm-hmm. one of the one of very few Anheuser busch distributors that actually handles Yingling. Sweet, so There might be.
0: One more. I like their flight product. I'm I'm a big lighter beer. uh, I like ultra lights. The the lighter it is the better. And that's why
2: I like the next so I really do. I enjoy that very much. it's starting to really take off. And that England Flight is a top drawer ultralight. Yeah, and it it has
0: a good beer flavor for a light beer. Probably the best one of the three that I drink, which is Mick Ultra, the next, and the then the England Flight. So you're not alone. There's a lot of people that say Doseki blogger.
2: No, it's,
0: a, it's a good one. See, we always talk about Mike on this show like he's ever a guest. But <laughs> he's one of those people, him and, and, and his wife, they drink that dark brown, black, coffee, mocha, jamocha. Those are the same people that hate cold, sweet red wine. I know. So, <laughs> I, 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 you know, the, the darker, the thicker, yeah. the better. And I'm like, I tried to have one, and I don't remember the name of it. I was down there several months ago. and they had one kind of beer, which is very rare, but they only had this one, and it—literally, I could have drank it with a spoon. <laughs> it was—it was, yeah, it was rough, happy. and so very high
1: uh, in hops, probably. I have
0: no clue. I am not a beer brewer person. Yeah. I just know that that was thick enough to
2: you could use it as drywall mud. <laughs> <laughs> There's, a, so we call that a breakfast beer. In the there house. you go. <laughs> There's a
1: restaurant in North Carolina. The name of it eludes me. That has the world record for most number of draft beers on tap. Oh, it's four hundred and something. Next time I'm in that area, I'm definitely going to have to stop by. I just can't imagine. Do they offer a hotel stay? (laughs) Really, I'm sure they absolutely should. Four hundred draft beers on tap. That's insane. It's a lot. If I were to sample a third of those. I'm sure that the national surveillance that is being done would bother me far less. Yes. <laughs> maybe that's the way that that's we deal with it. That's one way of dealing with it. Is uh, stay inebriated.
0: Well, I guess same as putting your head in the sand because the things we're going to talk about today—that's not near as much fun
1: as inebriation.
0: No, well, yeah, no, I mean, Jerry, harder it's, to breathe. I'd rather have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> or
2: twelve,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and it's been a long time since I had twelve beers. Not me. I, I can, I, in fact, I can tell you the last time I had 12 beers. Red Dog was still a thing oh, when the last wow. time I had 12 We're beers.
2: about like the, the 90s? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I wasn't even 21 then, but uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was a long time ago. Yeah, man. I got away Red from dog. that. And I just got my first apartment, ah. and it was the grossest, nastiest. I mean, who's going <laughs> to rent an apartment to a seven-year-old? Right? Yeah. So, you know the kind of apartment it and me and a few buddies went together, put our whole paychecks. We just wanted to have the whole, back in the day were the party movies, and they'd open the fridge, and it was just completely full with beer. beer. So we did that, just so we could take a few pictures. And then we had a big party that night. And that night, I don't remember much that happened after about 8 o'clock. And I do remember when I woke up the next day, there was like 10 people just laying I don't. I'm, I'm hoping they were alive, but the refrigerator was empty. So if people drank it all, great. If they took it when they <laughs> left, that was okay too. They did leave me some cheese, so I had a sandwich. But at least they
2: didn't draw things on you. When you <laughs> passed out like so many of you know. My friends were all. If you passed out, you were the first one to go down. Bad things happen <laughs> to you. Man. No,
0: I had a math teacher for that. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I went Have, to sleep in class, yeah, the, oh, yeah. As geez. soon as I went to sleep <laughs> in class, man, I woke up with permanent, uh, permanent marker fingernails <laughs> nice, and nice. Viking scars, yeah, yeah. and yeah, that was rough. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Howard, I love you, Miss Howard. <laughs> but yeah, she was, she was, she probably wouldn't exist in
2: today's world as far as teaching goes. <laughs> we had a teacher in middle school, Mr. Ezra and uh he knew that there was a severe weather drill coming up in the weeks to come oh no so uh, and he was our world civ teacher so it, it tied in nicely that he said no you can't i don't want we got to keep this a secret we're going to practice in secret and we were like practice what he goes when when we line up for the weather drill and we're all hunkered down covering our heads i want you all to bow and say there is no god but allah and Muhammad is his prophet. So <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't we, go over today we either. for weeks on this until we all had it perf- perfected. And so there was a whole classroom of kids that went out in the hallway. And as this weather drill was going on, we were all out there just giving it <laughs> hell. Just, here is the God And Muhammad is his prophet. And we were going through the motions and everything, man. And everyone was freaking out. And uh, thought it was funny. And, and so on and so forth. And I got to thinking. I was like, there's no way. He could have gotten
0: away with that and kept oh, to his job gosh. today. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It probably shouldn't, to be honest. Well, you know. He <laughs> <laughs> no. was teaching world. You sense. think it's deserving? Yeah. Listen, it's oh my it gosh, was teaching world. My, I, I don't know if Mr. K would listens to our show. He, this is a show <laughs> that I think he would enjoy. He was my English teacher in a couple of different classes in high school, and he was a teacher that would not fit in today's world because he would personally. Insult you in front of the class. Yeah. As an example, I tried to do the vanilla ice thing on my eyebrow. You know, when he took the lines in his eyebrow, ended up shaving off half my eyebrow. First thing he says to me as I walk into class, he goes, "And Mister Kaywood was very pompous and very, you know, he was a professor among high school students." Okay, he said, "Ah, oh, good of you to join us today, Mister Lindsay. I see you've been browsing around." <laughs> <laughs> <statement>. <laughs> On several other occasions, he would call some of my friends of the female persuasion. You know, ah, oh, you've been out whoring about. I can smell you today. Wow! Yeah, holy yeah. moly! Yeah, the
1: first statement could be excused <laughs> so many different ways. Yeah. Whoring around to a <laughs> young lady? No. But, but,
0: not going to get by with that. No, probably not. Anywho, that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk today about. National surveillance, the NSA, the CIA, and the government in general, and it's scary stuff. Pretty scary stuff.
2: It's a powerful, powerful, uh, yeah. mechanism.
0: And we were talking a little bit before, as we were settling down and getting ready to do the podcast, of just we were just scratching the surface about what they what they deem is okay, and what. Uh, You know, Jerry, you had brought up the fact that our our populace, the majority, even want more surveillance. And I don't think that those people, most of the people that answered that survey, have any clue just how much they're surveyed. Their phones, their tablets, their...
1: I'd say you're probably right. I also believe those people don't care. Yeah, you're right. I think it's the same. We've talked a lot about that as bad as their politicians are, they aren't to blame. We are. We're the ones that vote them in. Yeah, and
2: we continue to If we the
1: people tolerate it, we will get no better. Yeah. So as long as we allow this. So yes, those people who are saying, I think that it makes us more safe, so take more of my personal liberties away uh, because it'll make me safer. Those are the same people who probably go to the polls every four years and pull the same... You know, Democrat or Republican levers that they're used to, they're not informed. They don't know what they're voting for, and in this case, they they don't know what they're being the. They don't know much about the question that they're being surveyed. So I agree,
2: but I don't think they really care either. That's a, a big part of what I do. Uh, the motivation behind what I do um, has a lot to do with the fact that so many people are accepting of it, um, and my rationale is they're only accepting of it because they don't realize. the the threat behind it. They don't realize how much their liberty is in in jeopardy by just going along with it or, as you said, Jerry, just simply not caring. So my goal is to go out and try to educate folks about uh, the different aspects and the different dangers behind all of it and how vast and big it is now because a lot of people don't realize just how vast this network of surveillance is and how interconnected it is. And what I see when I engage people, whether it be in person or online, is there is an eye-opening when people do actually kind of get that framed up for them. And people will start to kind of become more inquisitive, and that will lead them to maybe be more concerned about things once they realize that – some of the things that terrify me and keep me up at night yep. um, when I hit somebody in their their wheelhouse and, and really describe to them how it actually is in their lives, whether they realize it or not. Um, that's what kind of what keeps me out there doing things is just to kind of get more awareness because as more people become aware, then they have a proclivity to become more agitated by that. And we start getting that lack of tolerance that we were talking about because if people don't know and they don't care, then they're certainly not going to stand up against something. But once you can get them to actually get some skin in the game, then if I can increase the number of those kinds of people, then we are moving the needle towards decreasing the tolerance. Level. So,
0: so let me stop you there. <clears throat> Give the people a, a small sample of an everyday life um, and what that, and we'll, we'll start with just one of the agencies because, there's two separate agencies at work here. So it's not just one. It's not just the CIA, but it's the CIA and the NSA. Hmm. The NSA is a little more controlled, has a little more oversight. The CIA, according to my research, has very little oversight. And pretty Board much, has a lot more
2: than two. Well, yeah, no, no. Yeah, there's like but,
0: 15. Oh, yeah. Well, we're talking the, about
2: the, the FBI is readily using the, uh, the data that the NSA is gathering now. And, and it, the CIA is supposed to be operating outside the United States of America. And up until recent times, that was mostly true. But now they're actually doing operations in in the country now against its own citizens. That's the CIA. The FBI is, for instance, the FBI recently, it became a matter of public record that they have been accessing the NSA's data collection. Now, the CIA and the NSA hit that same system to target Americans seven thousand five hundred times between the two agencies in the same year the fbi hit that same system 3.5 million times oh, okay so that's the, that is the fbi literally going for fishing expeditions without using a warrant trying to uncover things that they could so investigate to me that's where we get oh go ahead jerry well ahead. what the database that you're referring to
1: is there is a law, and i forget which one that allows the government agencies Mm -hmm. to collect information on foreigners because they are not subject to the fourth amendment they do not have protections against search and seizure Mm -hmm. now obviously when these foreigners when we start surveilling foreigners many of them will be in contact with With u.s citizens so they call that there's a term for it it's indirect or something that Mm -hmm. they call that. In Mm -hmm. other words, they didn't intentionally go after the American. They were going after the foreigner, but tons of these records involved are Americans. What The number that you're referring to is that in 2021, they admitted to 3.5 million times Mm -hmm. accessing the records of the Americans who they say that they now, once it's been collected, and even though they weren't they had no legal basis to collect this information on these Americans. Mm-hmm. Now that they have it 3.5 million times, they went and searched specifically for information on these Americans. Yep. Yep. Should absolutely 100% be mm-hmm. illegal.
2: It's circumventing the fourth amendment. Absolutely. It, it's completely I don't doing think doing there's an any judge around.
1: anywhere that yeah. would agree that it does not, but they have admitted to doing exactly that 3.5 million times yeah. last year. Yeah.
2: Um, getting back to some more real-time, real-life things that the NSA is involved with, um, some of their capabilities uh, that we know about, um, they have a program called Treasure Map, and some of these names are just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what well, is the government. Bastards. <laughs> so uh, Treasure Map is a vast NSA campaign to map the global internet. Program doesn't just seek to chart data flows in large uh, traffic channels uh, such as tele- telecommunication cables uh, and the like. It, rather, it seeks to identify and locate every single device that is connected to the internet somewhere in the world. Every smartphone, every tablet, every computer, anywhere all the time according to nsa documents okay so they're not just tracking you they want to know where to find you they want to know um nowadays there's such a thing as a smart refrigerator and if food uh items have an rfid chip your refrigerator can read those packages and keep a running inventory of not only what's in your fridge how long it sits in your fridge before you throw it away if you completely consume the product or only partially consume the product before you disposed of it, oh, okay, yeah, I mean, the, these are all and 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 because those items are connect, connected to what's called the Internet of Things, um, the NSA has access to all that, too. So this is like dumb stuff. By, um, it's very likely that the very building we're sitting in right now has what's called a, uh, uh, a smart uh, smart meter electric meter on your house which tabulates how much electricity you use it also tabulates what time you go to bed when you turn all the lights off at night it tabulates what time you go to work when you're away from the house when you're back all these parameters can be monitored and a a story can be based on you can basically use yes Um,
0: well we know that we know that jerry's going to be out at eight going to work we can go in and do whatever we need to do inside his house and no one's going to know the difference. Let's
2: let's <laughs> say, for instance, that you, heaven forbid, decide to run for public office and you win, okay? <laughs> and let's say that you are not, that Stephen Lindsay is not necessarily it's in support of many of the things that the government feels you should be. And your cell phone, when you lay down at night, <clears throat> communicates and identifies that your cell phone is also in proximity with Mrs. Lindsay's cell phone every night at 10 o'clock at bedtime. And that the next morning when you wake up, it's still in proximity to Mrs. Lindsay's cell phone. Well, there's one night, heaven forbid, and this is just in case Robin is, this is just a hypothetical. Um, Let's say that one night, Stephen Lindsay's phone at 10 o'clock is in proximity to someone else's phone, not Mrs. Lindsay's, but some other woman. And that the next morning it is still in proximity to that very same. Oh,
0: phone. geez. Do
2: you think that the government now has some kind of leverage over a politician?
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, of
2: course they do. And they and have that capability.
1: Even if you don't think the government would do that, how about? john q smith yeah one particular guy who hates your guts Yep, yeah. okay. he doesn't agree with you for whatever reason and maybe it goes against all the rules maybe his supervisor and his supervisor 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 doesn't agree with it but maybe this one analyst happens to google you because he hates your guts and he finds that information does he not have blackmail over you
0: oh absolutely
1: uh, pretty much anyone in the world if they're Presented with evidence that could be taken to their spouse and saying, Hey, he's cheating on you, and I have proof of it. You've just opened that person up to blackmail. And yet, we have our government has this power. Another power that was recently shown, not in the United States, in China. Do we have the capabilities? Probably. Nothing has come out yet. But at the beginning of the pandemic, when people tested positive, In the United States, we would do contact tracing. We would bring them in, set them down. Where have you been in the last three days? Who have you? Where did you go? Who did you talk to? Who did you come close to? That's contact tracing. In China, they didn't, they did the same thing, but they didn't stop there. They went to every feed of every cam and used facial recognition software and could tell who that they were within five or six feet of if they were anywhere in public. China actually gives
0: you a, a personal score based on all the cams that they have available.
1: So if we think for a second that those same abilities are not in the power of several of these acronyms by acronym doj fbi
2: any of the
1: cia yes any of those you better believe they have this power you better believe that, that it's not making the news and they're not calling you in for contact tracing they're trying to keep it too big of a secret it won't be revealed Probably some time, but I guarantee that same stuff is probably going oh, on in the U.S. It is,
2: yeah, They're without question, Jerry, and they're at very the bare minimum. There's 15 alphabet agencies that have access to the NSA databases, um, and that's just the ones we know about. Um, more importantly, in addition to those 15, prosecutorial agencies also have access to those databases. And by that, I mean the people who are going to decide whether to bring charges against someone or not. Um, and that's where I think previously we had talked about, um, we just basically touched on uh, parallel investigations, <clears throat> parallel investigation. Bill Benny used to work for the NSA. He was a, uh, one of the directors that right at the cusp of the aftermath of 9-11 he saw the direction that the NSA wanted to go in voiced his disconsent or he he voiced his concern about it and then resigned because he didn't want to be any part of it up until that point according to Benny they did have a morality about how they went about it and they did take the don't spy on Americans thing very seriously all that changed with the throw of a switch when 9-11 happened but when Prosecutorial agencies run a parallel investigation, they end up receiving <clears throat> warrantlessly uh, obtained evidence against someone illegally. And they use that information that they've gotten from the NSA as a basis to go get legitimate warrants on someone. Then they go looking for things that they're not supposed to know about because they got the information illegally. They go, oh. they, they, they get it, they get, they get the warrants, and then they go build a case that they can actually put together in court. And no one knows that this parallel investigation has taken place. Mm. Um, the moment that, if an attorney, a defense attorney, does smell that in the wind, and they start to pursue hey there's parts in the discovery that um we didn't see that make us suspicious that there may have been a parallel investigation typically prosecutors will drop the case so that they don't have to even have that conversation of yep. court um it's a very dangerous thing and bill benny the gentleman i was talking about in the nsa um he i'll try to paraphrase the quote but he said that pair of the the Parallel investigation existence in America might be possibly the most dangerous thing in America since the Civil War. That's how seriously he felt this thing could go in the wrong direction. And apparently it's something that the government utilizes all the time. Again, another device to circumvent the Fourth Amendment or to do an end round uh, around it. So,
1: Which is one of <clears throat>
2: our most basic rights.
1: Yes. Without which, you know. You really are in some, as Donald Trump would have us believe we're already in, some third world banana country. Uh, but, yeah, the, the protection against illegal search and seizure is, well, it's true. And you can,
0: this guy. I mean, Donald Trump can constantly
1: always, say that. Always dig, <laughs> And we'll get into it next week. But Trump just pisses me off so much. He just lies so much and so much crap. It just, yeah, pisses me off. Oh, well. I, I had something else I was going to say, and I totally lost it. You started saying something a second ago. Steve,
0: Well, I was just going to play answer it right after I was getting ready to answer the question or ask the question. At what point does a judge sneak in and say, uh, "You didn't get this legally, and it's now"? No, no. Yeah, man, I think you missed the point. They yeah. didn't I did introduce any of that stuff. No, no, I know,
1: and that's yeah. what he said at the very end. That's yeah. why, but I, they I, use that. Of, in other words, if you know, if I committed murder. Tonight, and uh, evidence that they obtained Public disclaimer,
0: Jerry has no intent of committing murder tonight.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yes. If it is, I'll probably you myself. This <laughs> wine is good enough that I'll you know, probably I'd kill myself <laughs> trying to get into a car.
0: In <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the CIA the NSA. Somebody somewhere is listening to this conversation, I guarantee was- you.
1: <laughs> we mentioned a few weeks ago, you and I several years ago, on a phone call, decided oh, we were going to... Say every possible code word that we could. To keep, we had heard about the software that the government was using to automatically screen all phone calls, and they were looking right. for certain words. So Keywords, we were using yeah. bombings and Muslim and
2: <laughs> and yeah, terrorism yeah. and
1: every other word we possibly could to make sure that we ended
2: up on that list. Fertilizer, nitrate, <laughs>
0: trucks, McVeigh, yeah. Oklahoma City. Yeah. I think that's got their attention. Maybe it'll boost our numbers. <laughs> Well, notice if V.C. or Maryland's numbers spike. Well, that's escalate. funny. That,
2: another capability that the NSA has, oddly enough, they can infiltrate platforms like YouTube and they can inflate the number of views and likes artificially. They can also detract from, uh, if, if a, a video gets 1,000 likes, they can bump it down to two if they want. Uh, visually, How is that? They, How are they, they able they, to do they're that? They're able. They have uh, uh, software that, or malware that they can use to do these kind of things. Um, they can also uh, suppress YouTube accounts. They can uh, essentially what would be considered shadow banning by the company itself. The NSA can do that.
0: Okay, so since our last conversation, I've taken my ring doorbell off the house. Good for so- you. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Because I don't want them looking in my out, out from my on my front porch. It depends upon
1: your router and the settings in your router. They very well may not have access to that. I don't care. Hey, here's the point. The majority of Americans don't know how to secure any of this. Right. Earlier you're talking about the Internet of Things. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's a smart microwave, an oven, a refrigerator, all of that is part of the Internet of Things. Mm-hmm. If you know enough, you can secure your router and keep that from being broadcast anywhere. Yeah. Your son, Josh, could. Yeah, well. Th- th- Trevor so, probably could. So my question... Very few people can do that.
0: My question is, should I just put a a copper chicken-wired cage around my house and wear a tinfoil hat? Because no. that's where we're going with this. No. I mean, it, it is where I'm thinking no
1: Stop. Okay. If you want to stop it from I'm being... I'm thinking enemy
0: of the estate. Did you all see that Instead maybe? of doing anything One that you're talking movies, about.
1: I do cancel your internet if you have no internet access none of this can be monitored because how's any of it monitored through the internet so okay. oh here, wait a minute march
2: 12 2014 nsa has developed implants for routers that enable it to access information sent through virtual private networks so I, actually, get well, well. It so I actually around vpns well actually have a you get
1: rid of the uh software that come with your router and i'm trying to remember the name of it i'll look it up in a second there is software out there that's uh developed by the public public domain mm-hmm. software yes and if you install that on your on your router you know exactly what you've got it didn't come mm-hmm. from linkedin or d-link yeah uh, is yeah,
2: another I, I hate to keep it but it's, no. just, it's mind-blowing what these guys are not only what capable. the nsa is capable of but what they're willing to do Back This one, I think, started back in the 90s. I have to double-check, but I know that it it exists. It existed. I don't know whether they're still doing it. The NSA had a program where they would actually intercept computers from uh, Dell and Hewlett-Packard that were to be shipped out into the marketplace. They would intercept these shipments, truckloads of computers, before they reached the retailer, take them to a facility, a secure facility, unpackage them, insert onto the actual hard drives of the computers that had not been sold to the public yet. They were getting ready to go to Best Buy to be sold, intercept those products, put their uh, spyware or whatever gadgets uh, and implants that they needed to put on there, reseal the packages with hewlett-packard tape so that it looked as though they had then been factory sealed and unwittingly, People are buying products that have been set up by the NSA, bringing those into your home, and you are unwittingly being spied on from the minute you power that computer on. Jeez. Yeah, that's how willing these people were to get everyone. So they want everybody.
1: By the way, one thing real quick sure. DDWRT and OpenWRT are the two router firmwares that, if you install, it will get rid of the firmware that, that came with your router. Uh, this stuff is public domain. It's uh, programmed by the public. That's good Its stuff. information good is available to everyone. Not every router is capable of using it, but for those that are, yeah. and it also allows you a lot more flexibility and options than what comes with yeah. the router normally. So, very
0: good so sources. Yeah. Let me let me. You know, a lot of this came to light with Edward Snowden. Sure. Clay's got Edward's book right there in front of him. Uh, I just want to throw this quote out there This that, that he said um, in a – he was discussing PRISM and FISA and all of this stuff. Um, and this is his quote. Let me find the beginning of it. Summarize that in general, the reality is this. If an NSA, FBI, CIA, DIA – I don't even know what DIA is. Uh, Department of Intelligence etc. analyst has access to a query raw signet, which uh, they say is signals intelligence databases. They can enter and get results for anything they want.
2: Mm-hmm. It
0: just blows my mind.
2: He, he admitted um, when he, he was working for, uh, through Booz Hamilton as a contractor for the NSA. if he just had a live email address for someone, he could actually, do a, a bug. he could bug them. All he needed was an email address, and he could tap Jeez. into everything they had. Um, so yeah, they've got it's far-reaching.
0: <laughs> so so short of throwing, you know, doing doing the whole movie thing, throwing all of your devices into a river, mm-hmm. selling everything you own, not use any credit cards, not use any. You, know, you only use cash—a Jack Reacher thing. Never leave home. Never yeah. leave home, or make you make your home in Idaho somewhere. What can you? What can the average person do to to at least protect themselves a little yeah, bit?
2: There's not a whole lot. <clears throat> you'd have to be, if you've ever seen someone who's a germaphobe about things, you'd have to be that neurotic. Um, and clearly, like, as Jerry was alluding to, your quality of life, your enjoyment of life, when you're that hyper-focused on trying to not be observed, takes a big hit. It's really difficult for anybody to, to live a normal life if you're just going to be hyper-focused on not being surveilled. Um, there are things you can do using VPNs and things like that. Um, Snowden has uh, setups where he has a, a computer that, does not hook to the internet that he uses to write things on so that keystroke technology can't be utilized to watch what he's writing and how his thought process. Because a lot of times when you're writing something, you'll write something, you'll delete it because you don't like the way it sounds or maybe it doesn't come across the same way. Anybody who's able to observe your keystrokes, they're not just looking at what you're writing. They're looking about, they're watching how your thoughts work because you may censor yourself or rewrite something. Could you yourself. say
0: that one more time?
2: As, as, <laughs> as. <laughs> I as, think that's as, important yeah, to hear again. As, as you're typing out an email or an article or a story and you write something and then delete it and rewrite it, you are essentially allowing someone not just to see how you write, but how you think. <laughs> they are able to make determinations about how your thought processes work. You decided to scrub this for a reason. Then they start asking themselves, what was it about that 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 person didn't like? And they start making inferences. Well, this person didn't like that because it sounded too woke. This person didn't like the way it sounded because it sounded too righty. It, whatever. Um, so they start making Decisions about how you think based on how you write Um, so there's a number of different and you you can talk to uh, Any number of experts and they're all going to have their proposed way To circumvent being surveilled it is so rampant and widespread now. I don't know that there is any one Guaranteed way to do it and you would have to be so neurotic that it's almost impossible so The bent that we take, that I personally take, and that I I know that the Tenth Amendment Center takes, is trying to combat the NSA's prevalent surveillance and all the other agencies who tap into that by simply trying to put things in at a state level from a legal aspect that make those types of operations illegal in that state,
0: But even if it's illegal, it
2: has to be done through a warrant. It has to be done in a constitutionally uh, acceptable way. And it's funny, it's sad that we have to make, if the constitution is the supreme law of the land, that we have to make laws that say you have to follow the constitution. That's ridiculous in and of itself. But if you specifically zone in and have legal or laws on the books that say this particular behavior is not acceptable in the state of Kentucky, the state of Tennessee, the state of New Hampshire, then you're tapping into the Tenth Amendment, which basically says any power that is not an enumerated power granted to the federal government by the Constitution automatically falls back to the states. If you examine the Constitution, there is no enumerated power in there that gives the federal government the power
0: who spy on you here's the thing you bring that up and that's beautiful the new york times just last week on the 19th wrote an offer uh, an opinion it was a guest essay stating for the first time publicly and this just shows you where you know this they they the government and or people that work for the government will sow seeds Uh and just because it's it's not anything that people would consider now They're starting the process of getting people to think about it by sowing these seeds. Uh, An opinion guest essay on August 19th, 2022, in the New York Times, was not talking about our, you know, the other day we were making good talk about them because they were finally agreeing with us about the wine. Now, the article is, the Constitution is broken and should not be reclaimed. It goes into saying how we should not utilize the Constitution as law of the land, and instead, who,
1: who was the guest author of this?
0: Um, Dr. Uh, Ryan Doerflier du- and Never Samuel Bowen. These heard are of these are both uh, professors that teach law in Harvard and Yale, respectively. Never heard
1: of them, and now I see why.
0: Yeah, um, and they were basically saying that the Constitution should be done away with, and that. They should replace it with the rule of law through our representative government. Basically a true democracy. You know, they they always say that a representative
1: now. government is not a true democracy. True yeah, democracy a, it's, it's is a, the public.
0: Yes. Right. Well, they're they saying basically take the power out of the middle and put it to the coast. Because, you know, if you if you get rid of the way we vote currently with the, the and me and you go back and forth about this all the time with the uh uh Oh, gosh, what, uh, okay. a I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: We vote the Electoral College. No. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. You and I disagree because you don't understand what the hell I'm saying. I want to get rid of the Electoral College, but keep everything about it. I want to get rid of the people. And oh, that's yeah. why I want to get rid of the Electoral College as it stands now. And it's happened a few different times. A state has an election. Then based upon the results of that election, they de- pick their electors for the Electoral College. Those people do not have to vote the way their state voted. Those people can and sometimes do go to the national convention and vote some other way. Yeah. That's ridiculous. rid really? of the electoral college people keep the votes the way they are now? In other That's words, it. have an automatic system to where if the state votes this way, then those votes have to be voted exactly that way at the national level. You don't have individual people that says, you know what? I don't like Trump. I'm going to change it. There was a big push, if you remember, in 2016. People said, we don't like Trump. Let's get some people who will go to the National Convention and vote against it. I I don't care if I like Trump or not. If that's the way the state voted, that's the way that they should have to vote at the National Convention.
0: These guys say, but constitutions, and I'm quoting here out of the article... But constitutions, especially the broken one we have now, inevitably inevitably <laughs> orient us to the past and misdirect the present into a dispute over what people once agreed upon at a time, not on the present or future demand for and from those who live now. This aids the right, which insists on sticking with what it claims to be the original meaning of the past. I just wanted to throw that out. No, because- I
1: mean, this is some, a couple of law professors even Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren, aren't this stupid. Well, I'm just Even saying they are not.
0: I'm just what, I, what I'm saying though, Jerry is. I'm not saying that that would be their policy. I'm saying they're starting to sow a seed. No, they're that not. It, yeah, they're not. I, I, they're not. We, we would have to disagree on
1: that, Steve. If you're basing the fact on two out two people out of 350 million Americans Seven. have said this, say what? 370. Okay, uh, voters are <laughs> total. Total people. Yeah around 300, I think, 300 million voters legally. Uh, but two people doesn't change that scenario. Okay. Th- this is not even in the realm of being discussed. Th- this
2: is not something we need to worry about. You're, you're going to hear more this, and, and the fact that this article came out is probably telling me you're going to hear more about this. This has been a rumbling from folks on the left for a while. Um, they've Want to do away with the Constitution. This is probably the first in a what I would, as I've seen in the past, I would suspect this is going to be a targeted campaign that you're going to continuously hear come up. Oh, absolutely. In, That's in what I was Conversation. Yeah. Uh, you know, sure? they both of you.
1: From idiots, yes. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> gonna, hey, yeah. not whether whether it gets any traction or not, it will
2: not. Yeah, from, whether it gets any traction or not. Politicians? Have you, you ever looked yeah. at Twitter? No.
1: I have looked at people far stupider than the people <laughs> I have looked at Bernie Sanders. I have looked at ALC. I, I understand.
0: Understand and, Elizabeth Warren. But there is These a voting block out there that would believe and buy into this. I'm just there, saying.
2: There, there is there. One of my my favorite authors is Lysander Spooner. Very interesting man. He was at odds with the government over just about everything. Didn't believe that we should have government and if we did it should be the smallest form of government possible was so disgusted with the government and their their failure to be even be able to operate a postal system that was reliable he started his own postal system to compete (laughs) with the post office and actually because of his um, innovations in the postal system We now have door to door delivery because back then, if you wanted your mail, you had to actually go to the post office to get it. One of the things that he did to compete with the post office was we'll bring it to you. So he started that whole process ended up, the government ended up shutting him down because you can't compete with the government monopoly on violence. Uh, But he had a very interesting quote about the constitution and uh, it's, whether you agree or disagree the quote is so substantial it makes you stop and think for a minute and that and to me anything that does that is worth looking at and the quote is this but whether the constitution really be one thing or another this much is certain that it has either authorized such a government as we have had or it has been powerless to prevent it in either case it is unfit to exist oh wow Hmm. It's something to think about. Sure. You have this piece of paper that we all fall back on as being the supreme law of the land. But especially in this, and this was written in the 1800s, probably seventeen hundred, late 1700s. So now here we are in 2022 with the largest government in the history of the world with trillions and hundreds of trillions of dollars of debt. And we have this piece of paper that we are to observe as the supreme law of the land. And he goes on to say that it has neither authorized such a government as we have had or it has been powerless to prevent it.
0: Yeah. But I don't know what you replace it with. Well, I mean, seriously,
2: that's a whole other podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is a whole other podcast. To break it down to a smaller level, we're talking about mass surveillance and now it has grown hugely illegal in many cases, uh, unconstitutional in many cases. But here's the point. How do you stop it? How do you stop it and still maintain some type of security? I not just security, but only preserve liberties. You're talking about your your uh, doorbell, your uh, what's it called? Ring. Ring doorbell. <clears throat> How many of those, what percentage of those would you guess? Goes outside the yard and onto public property. Mine did. Most probably, yeah. I'm saying probably sixty, seventy. Maybe now, maybe. if you have a, a half mile driveway, no, it probably doesn't extend out into public sure. domain. Those become illegal. If you, how about webcams in your car? Your, your the rear view backup cams. Those are illegal. If you ill, if you make all public surveillance illegal. How about one of the biggest things that we can use to prevent police brutality? Surveilling them, right? No, 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 no. Cell phones in public. Mm. If we're going to make illegal all public surveillance, all public video, you you have made it illegal for you to be able to videotape the police breaking the law. Mm. So now well, there's going to be no yeah, you, proof
2: in yeah, court you, to stop those you guys. Can't, you can't, you can't, that's the crux is you can't interfere with someone's, uh, freedom of speech, freedom, freedom of press. Um, and, and, you know, I've done some audits before and, uh, where you go out with a camera and intentionally try to get the police called on you. <laughs> so so they come out and challenge whether you have the right to do that or not. And then you use that as an educational tool to educate not only the police, but also the I see those videos are, a lot. Yeah, they're, they're very, I can get hooked on and watch them for hours. Yeah. Um, one of the things, uh, one of the best lines I ever used doing that was, because um, I was telling the police officer, you know, the, the freedom of press grants me the right to this anything that's visible to the eye in public. I am able to photograph or record. There and is I an exception to that. It's the freedom of the press. And he goes, well, do you have any, any press credentials you can show me? And I said, do I have to show you credentials to exercise my freedom of religion? And the cop looked at me perplexed, had no response to that whatsoever because it's, horse crap of yeah. course you don't i do not have to show credentials to go into a church and practice my religion or not practice it if i if i so choose nor do i have to go out and produce some kind of credentials saying that i am actually with an accredited press outfit that's right. horse crap and You're most of those
1: rights of the press all, not all but most also apply to the general public yeah i can take yeah. a camera out in public yes. and take pictures of whoever i want if you have cameras in your car your dash cam your rear view backup cam those are doing it automatically all the time
2: those are legal well and to me and this is just my perspective and the opinions are like but yeah um to me i'm much more comfortable with the public having those types of surveillance apparatus than i am with the government because I've seen the nefarious aspect of what the government can is can do and is willing to do and has done. And I know that it's only going to get worse, generally speaking, even though there are bad actors out in public everywhere. And there are people who like to peep and Tom. And, you know, you've got all these drones nowadays that can fly right over your backyard. And if the missus likes to (laughs) suntan topless in her backyard, there are probably guys that are watching. Um, There's not much you can do about that. But in the larger perspective, the majority of the public that utilizes surveillance are doing it for their own safety and their own security to protect their belongings, their homes, their families, their treasure, whatever the case may be. And we all have a right to defend ourselves. Sure. Um, And it's not always necessarily with, a gun, or a weapon, if you have technology that can help you protect yourself, you should be able to do that. But I'm far more comfortable with those types of tools being in the hands of the public than I am with the government. Do
1: I agree? But at the same time, I don't think you would ever be able to make it illegal for the government to use it and still have it legal for the public to use it, mainly because they're going to say the government has a far bigger vested interest trying to secure trying to provide security for Mm -hmm. the public. They're not, unfortunately, probably wouldn't look that much at the abuses they're going to look. And and there is a need for the government to have some surveillance. Mm -hmm. Police departments need to be able to surveil people. If not, they're never going to be able to convict anyone of anything if they can't do some surveillance.
2: And that's the whole reason why the, uh, the fourth amendment was put into place because they knew that, The government has to be able to conduct investigations, but they have to do the, the, that fourth amendment was put in place to tell the government what they were allowed to do in regard to that, how they were, how far they were allowed to go and what was necessary in order for them to do that through having to get those proper warrants and having to show the probable cause before they just go on a fishing
1: expedition. True, but the, the fourth amendment also specifically does not state that, any search uh, warrant is needed for public surveillance.
2: Correct. Oh, right, that is correct. So that public
1: is- surveillance is not covered by Fourth Amendment. It's just not. Now, yeah. in your person, in your documents, uh, there's a few other things it mentions, but not not and if you. Not but if public. you're
2: if you're doing a criminal investigation on someone, right, then a warrant has to be obtained no
1: not of, for public no no he's saying a criminal investigation i'm saying they can do public surveillance
2: without a search warrant oh so yeah, yeah they can they can follow you around but as far as See, war, where you wi- go. wire tapping oh, and sure. things like that because
1: you have um, an expectation of privacy right
2: right but yeah anything in public you're and, 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 I mean, it's it it's, it's a, it, it's a way. two-way street in order, if, if if the press is allowed to do it then so everyone's allowed room. to do it
0: well, i just want to you know bring up the point, too, that this is not a right or left issue. And um, oh, and
2: and that that, and that is one of the best things about this issue, you know, is we, I can work across the aisle, across any aisle, with folks from the left, folks from the right, folks in the liberty community, socialists, all walks of life. This is something that affects everybody. Yeah. And people ask me all the time, man, how can you work with Black Lives Matter on this, man? I'm like, well, because they're interested, and they're this is something I meant to touch on in the last podcast. And I'm actually a little bit ashamed that I didn't.
0: Well, we're ter- terribly ashamed <laughs> that you didn't.
2: One, uh, <laughs> well, And, and, and the, re- the reason being is um, a lot of these surveillance tactics are used in a not so racially acceptable way. And when I say that, Let's historically go back and look at what the very first surveillance laws were in America. Lantern laws. I don't know if you're familiar with lantern laws or not, but lantern laws, there were actually laws on the books during slavery that stated that slaves were not allowed to walk around at night unless they had a lantern with them. Okay? That wasn't so they could see with, <laughs> without tripping on the, on the road. That was so that they could easily be, be spotted, seen. seen, and identified at night. And it also prevented them from having clandestine meetings where they might conspire to overthrow the massa. Okay? So those were the very first surveillance laws oh, yeah. that were put in place. And they were put in place to keep a certain demographic under control. Now you go back to today and you look at the city of Lexington, who has installed the 25 license plate readers soon to be a hundred come next year. And you look at one of the blackest populated neighborhoods in our city has four of these cameras in a one mile area. There is no other neighborhood in our city that has them that tightly intertwined. Okay. So when the folks at black lives matter and the folks at, uh, Lexington police Account accountability, who are also very much in, uh, tied in with the black lives matter movement, say that surveillance is a racial problem. They have actual things to point to right here in, in Lexington that suggests that it is. And there's a lot of other cities that use them, uh, in, 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 what I like to say is you're not finding these things in Greenbrier and Heartland and all the affluent neighborhoods. You're finding sure. these cameras in some of the most uh, economically challenged neighborhoods and also some of the most uh, racially diverse neighborhoods. And it's just, it's just stinky, man. There's, yeah. It's lousy um, it, that they targeted that way.
0: Well, the one thing that I looked at when I was doing my research was the fact that I, from the outside, not knowing anything going in, would have assumed that this was a left thing. Yeah. What I found Mm. was that my heart was a little broken. My hero is the reason that a lot of this is going on today because of one little order that he signed in 1981. Um, And, it, you know, this is a quote from, and I just want to give my source, the Brendan Center for Justice. I uh, those guys. Yeah, they're, they're pretty straightforward. They don't ask. And the, the question is, uh, has bulk collection ended? And this paragraph in the center of the article is the answer to that. You might be asking, didn't Congress end bulk collection? In short, the answer is no. In 2015, way after September 11th, when people started realizing what was going on, uh, Congress passed legislation that ended the NSA's program and sought to prohibit bulk collection when the government is acting under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1978, FISA. But that law only applies to very certain types of surveillance target that target U.S. citizens and happen inside the United States. When the collection happened overseas or falls into one of, and this is the important line here, Falls into one of FISA's statutory gaps. Um, it takes place under Executive Order 12333, issued by President Ronald Reagan in
2: 1981. Um, I have that actually. <laughs> uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because. Uh, I've got this little app on my phone <laughs> that follows executive orders. Oh, there you and go. And the reason I found that app is I was doing a deep dive on Executive Order One Two Three Three Three. Oh wow! And if you read the damn thing in its entirety, it's frightening. Yeah. And Reagan did it. Yeah, he, he I set know. the whole damn thing in motion.
1: And I don't know why you thought it was such a left issue. Well, well if you want to look at the next biggest guy? It's George W. Bush. Oh, by far. Mm-hmm. Because of the, Patriot,
0: the Patriot Act
1: and Those the guys, Keep America Safe Act. So this is really far more, if you want to look at presidents in charge when these acts happen, between Reagan and Bush, you're probably looking at 70, 80% of. Oh, by far. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and, and that is because, because. They have right, good intentions. Right. Again, it's not.
0: The road to hell sometimes. is paved with good intentions. It
1: is. <laughs> but, but there's many times that it starts off as one thing. Uh I don't think Reagan or Bush had uh, bad intentions, but the potential of abuse is huge. I'll give you an example, totally off the subject, kinda. Thirty years ago, my brother was dating two girls. It wasn't in secret. No, no. I wasn't really exclusive like arrangement between them. <laughs> so, All, everyone knew about everything. They, they, so. Both girls knew that he was dating both girls. One girl worked for the phone company. Okay? One girl worked for the phone company. Now, he would date these girls infrequently. He was working full-time. He was going to college full-time. Didn't have a lot of free time, so he didn't date a lot. But this one girl who worked for the phone company, he would go for months and not hear from her. But every time this other girl called, the girl from the phone company, within two or three days, was calling. He wouldn't hear from her for months. But as soon as he heard as soon as he got a phone call from the other girl, guys, my point is this, these with the information that we know is being collected, the potential for abuse is absolutely huge. Clay's mentioned several times about in Lexington, some of the rules that they have that says we're going to collect this information, but we're only going to keep it for six months, eight mm-hmm, months, 30 days. But then they're turning around and giving access to this information to the NSA, who we know probably never, ever deletes any yeah. of it. No. The potential for abuse is scary as crap, even yeah. if you don't, even if you think that the government's original intent, and I believe in most cases the original intent was to try to uh, help the security of the nation. Potential for abuses
0: Here's my question: sure. in in every article that you read about this, Clay, and you probably read more about this than any of us, it always states,
2: I, I, "I've i I've, I've, I've got a problem in that regard." <laughs> I mean, like, surveillance anonymous. You, do you need or, support <laughs> you know, yeah, a support group? Twelve step program. Or something like
0: that. So, but every every time I read into these articles, and I read probably ten articles leading up to today. Every one of them talk about partnerships with trusted companies. Now, my question was, and what I couldn't find anywhere, is who were those companies trusted by? Was it the community, us, or was it trusted by the government to give them the good goods? No. one. That was a nice word to make you hopefully feel better. Uh, Well, that was my intent. You're talking about AT&T?
1: Uh, Verizon, all the probably right, right because right. that's originally before there was any law that allowed it. Right, I actually had a uh, to these companies and asked them to put a filter that allowed them to look at every phone call, yeah, every email, yeah, every web browsing history. AT and they uh, turned it over things. without a freaking yeah, right. question. I actually I have, have yeah, actually,
2: the, the there's a really big tall building in New York that's the AT and T building, and there's an entire floor that is an NSA floor. Oh, wow.
0: This, I I actually pulled up and I saved it because it kind of blew me away. And I'd like you to link this, uh, when you prep the prep, the, uh, because it shows, and it's called the domestic internet backbone surveillance. That's what it lit. And and frankly, it shows at the top. And obviously we can't do a lot of pictures. We're doing radio. So, (laughs) but at the top, it shows millions of AT&T customers. And then, the flow goes right to all the millions of internet users and web websites, etc. And right in the middle is this nice big box with a diversion that says "unconstitutional seizure." at and splitters that makes copies of entire communication streams and sends it through a filter that eliminates that is aimed at and I'm using air quotes uh, fully domestic transactions and it goes to another box unconstitutional searches where they're going to go in and they're going to actually look at the data, and then it all gets deposited at the end to the government database after it's been collected, screened, and now it's acquired.
1: Now, in fairness, at t certainly did it, but they are not the only one. No, no. Every the- major telecom company in the U.S. Did the same. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and all of the big tech corporations now do the same thing, Google and Facebook.
1: and Apple and is one of the biggest ones that tends to stand up every once in a yeah. while and say, nope, nope, not going to do that. Yeah, We're not going to, to do take back or
2: encryption and yep. all this. They, they have made some stands, but they've also buckled yes, the they have on, several times. on some things that they probably could have had some more backbone on. But it, it really gets back down to, there's a, a couple of things. First of all, let's remember that we all have the internet because the government allowed us to. Okay? The internet was actually a tool that the government used to communicate within itself, and the military used to communicate within itself originally, and then it was made public.
1: You mean Al Gore didn't invent
2: <laughs> Exactly. Imagine that. Al Gore? Um, so what? And if you do a lot of back tracing on how a lot of these tech companies—not necessarily phone companies, it they AT and T and when it was Bell South going back, however many generations or whatever—they all existed you prior. Say to all that. These,
0: you were severely dating yourself.
2: I'm such a relic, dude. But a lot of these tech companies, when you go back and you trace how they came into existence, they came into existence because there was quiet black money that was funded to them from the cia from the nsa from the fbi from the government itself that helped these companies get started and they never forgot where they where they came from so of course they they have some semblance of deference to, and there are some people out there i don't have enough to to make these claims or there are some back some people out there conspiracy theory wise (laughs) that believe that the Googles of the world and the Facebooks of the world are essentially just CIA tools that were sure. put out here and used.
0: Um, have- the,
2: the, the NSA does have the ability to use fake Facebook accounts to plant malware onto your computer. They they do all the if you could think of it, they're doing it. I mean, yeah. in the most uh, <laughs> unassuming ways, things I- that you think are trusted and safety. When you say. Trusted companies, right. you know. The question is exactly who's doing the trusting here? Well, right. if the government trusts them. Then
0: pff, we should.
2: I'm not so sure I do. You know. So
0: I got two things. We we brought up Al Gore studies and surveys after his loss to George Bush in the election. Said because right after he lost the election, he grew a beard.
2: Yeah.
0: As soon as though, as soon as that was over, they did thirties. Had he grown the beard before the presidential election, he probably would have won the election outright just what they said. Don't know where these stats come from. Who says that? These trusted companies? (laughs) (laughs) The second thing is, and and I'm asking out of ignorance, okay, I'm the first to admit that this is, a lot of this stuff is way over my head. It scares the hell out of me, but I have a, a legit question. When we, okay... And when we say start our phone and we go through all the acknowledgements that we're going to, you know, we we'll accept blah, 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 that yes, nobody no, reads. Oh, of right. terms, yeah. of service terms of service yeah. that nobody reads. Yes. Is that where it's written that your conversations may be saved? Probably not. Most of
1: this, a lot of this is flat out illegal. Okay. Always has been, never has been authorized under any so, law, and they continue to do it. Partially, some of it would probably grant. The telecommunications company you're dealing with some immunity to prosecution or civil action from you okay. they would simply say we were requested by the government your problem is not with us go sue them well
0: that leads to the second part of my question to that if say we're having a conversation about whatever and the nsa does intercept our stuff for whatever reason is it illegal from the NSA's point of view for our telecommunication company to say, hey, the NSA may have picked up your stuff? Shouldn't we get an email?
2: Okay. No. <laughs> Actually, there is a there is a law, um, and, and, this, and I'll tell you how some of these companies get around that law. If the NSA comes to a tech company and says, we're going to need you to compromise yourself, and give us access to your database, your operation, let us monitor who's coming on and off, all the things. Oh, yeah, by the way, if you notify your customers that we're doing this, we're going to put you in jail, okay? So it is illegal for these companies to put a disclaimer on their homepage saying we have been contacted by the NSA, and they are now, currently doing such-and-such such an operation on this site. They are forbidden from doing that. But what they are not forbidden from doing, and this is called a canary statement, is the canary that flies into the coal mine will tell right. you whether it's safe or not. They instead of saying, we have been contacted by the NSA, they put a disclaimer up that says, this website has not been contacted by the NSA in the past <laughs> 30 days. Okay. When you go up and you click onto that website and you no longer see that banner up there, if it's there is no 30 days or if the counter hasn't started over again, then you know the canary has gotten poisoned. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: I think I've also heard of them not just getting rid of the banner, but changing the banner to say we can no longer say that. Yes, yes. Wow. Now, not many companies have the intestinal fortitude. <laughs> to do. Most simply yeah. never acknowledge it and go along. AT&T and Verizon and most of the major guys have simply went along with this for many years. Every once in a while, you get a company that's willing to stand up for their customers mm-hmm. and to do what they can within their own legal rights.
2: Yeah, Not many yeah, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of folks don't know about the canary. I <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: had no yet. clue. That's, yeah. If you ever see a website that uses a canary banner at the top, man, pay attention to that. It probably goes somewhere that else. Means that no, means you would trust that. them that, 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 if that, yeah, goes that, away. Yeah, that uh. means that you've got someone running that company that has some moral integrity yeah. They're trying to look willing to you. let you know that they've been compromised. Gotcha. We're like, Jerry was saying AT&T doesn't give a shit, whether you know or not. Right, right.
0: <laughs> so. Makes sense. Hey, we got Double Infinity on today. How about that? On a Sunday. Okay. Go figure. Welcome to our live
1: Sunday show. <laughs> She's the one person that has been there from the very beginning Thick for every thing. episode. And for episode one, I don't even know how she knew who's online. Well, we will double w- w- Sweet, Sweet
2: Children. Sweet Children. Red wine double, double Infinity.
0: Mmm. She says not last week.
2: (laughs) Oh, I thought she'd come on at the end.
0: No, she couldn't get on for whatever reason. There was an issue. You
2: lied to me? What? You lied to me? I would never. I picked the one episode that there's no baked goods from. You did, see Mochi Munchies. Oh,
0: my gosh. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, While we're talking about that real quick, new flavor for fall, apple-flavored cookies. I can't wait. I already, I already put our order in, so
2: we're gonna to have to come up with another reason for well, you. To <laughs> uh, we got a good reason for you
0: to come, don't we, Jerry? We're gonna ask you oh, about yes, it. Yes, yes. We want to do an episode on taxes and oh. taxation. <laughs> Are you guys, sure you want to do that? we well, to be right
1: honest on. with you. We know your political affiliation. We know their feeling on taxation. So that made us think. You know what? We may not agree with everything. And I don't know if you listened to last week's episode. Steve I it's and I was in my hopper. Yeah, it's in my hopper. I haven't gotten to it yet. One of the reasons, he and I disagree not a lot, but on some things we disagree. But we can still sit down and share a beer or a glass of wine and absolutely. do it. Yeah. Which
2: absolutely.
1: is, our country's gotten to the point that it's really sad that there's so many people who are ready to. Go up in arms against yeah, their neighbors disassociate because,
2: entirely, you know, because
1: they don't have the exact same yeah. belief on some political issue. Yeah, it to me would be one really boring world if we all thought the same, mm-hmm. felt the
2: same,
0: voted the same. Well, I can, for it's one, okay say, be glad that we vote. all don't look the same because, you
2: no, know, well, on the vast market of ideas, too, it's important for. Your ideas to be shopped around out there, sure. and you get feedback about those ideas. And if you have a good idea, people will latch on to it. Yes, if you have a bad idea, people will let you know that they don't think that's a good idea. Which, and that's how progress happens. But, you know, the good ideas advance, and the bad sure. ideas get poo pooed. Which know. is one of the whole so, reasons.
0: Now that you bring that up, perfect segue into our wonderful email,
1: Jerry. What, the email address? Yes. Good. I thought you were asking me for something for what? Some I, I haven't showed
0: you the uh, feet pics that were are in this week yet.
1: Just so you guys Man, know. I can, actually emailed you guys. I can no longer <laughs> check our email address. Steve asked people to <laughs> send foot pics. So I can no longer check our email. But our email address is newsworthy with Steve and Jerry at gmail.com. So you're more than welcome to send anything there other than people.
0: And we want you to do those ideas. We want you we want your constructive criticism. As far as a podcast, we're infants. We're not even crawling yet. This is our episode 15, 16, 17. 17. Uh, there's some podcasters that have thousands. So we are very much in our infancy, infancy, and we need your support and help to to be better, to get better to be more what you want us to be. So don't tell the truth.
1: We drink a bottle of wine every time, so we want to get more popular so we can drink more wine.
2: <laughs> That's what it comes down <laughs> to. Well that That's works a, it's a simple pleasure. So would you be willing Absolutely. to come back and I would love to come and back and talk and and taxes. Talk, talk taxes and and talk about why it is
1: theft and by uh, the way, <laughs> when we were saying that I probably misled a little bit, we don't think that it's a bad idea. We just don't know how that the government could survive with what the libertarian party, I don't know that you go directly, um,
2: what's what's considered a small L libertarian, which means I don't necessarily affiliate with the the big L, the party. Um, but I do have libertarian inclinations and a lot of the things that they, a lot of the things that they, that they support, I support as well. I'm just not necessarily a fan of political parties, uh, political affiliations and things like that, because we get right down to it, Republic, a political party is only in existence for really for one thing, and that is it is to acquire power to quash its adversaries. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that is what political parties do. I would like uh, to say this.
1: You mentioned that you have uh, several areas that you agree with them in. Uh, so do we. I believe that most people, if they looked into the platform that the there. Libertarian Party believes in, would have to say exactly the same thing that you just said yeah strongly believe that
2: um and there's without getting into it and ruining uh, our taxation podcast there are a lot of ways you can look at funding life especially in the world we live in now that would be a possible replacement for taxation.
0: So I would love to come back. Well, I, I, am yeah. not even going to so. be a bash I, for years. Um, I have supported the fair tax. I think it's by far the best way to do it. Flat um, tax.
2: Is that what that is? It's the fair tax.
0: It's a little bit. There okay. is a difference and we can cover that in the podcast, pretty Plus, but it's pretty similar.
2: We live in a, GoFundMe society, Whew. come on now. <laughs> if, if the government wants it funded, they're going to have to get out and make a campaign. That's why it needs to be funded and convince the people. And I think you know. Well, you, you, I think Jerry and I a lot less wars that way. The, the one thing
0: Jerry and I definitely agree on is that Abraham Lincoln really messed us up when I he started doing a payroll tax. I I, I, I think mean, that everybody should have to it. write a check. I, I just feel like people would Not be so much more aware. Messed us up. At all. I don't know about the check. I, I believe in
1: the flat tax. Every time if you don't want to pay tax, don't pay any. Just don't buy anything. Yeah. But if you go buy something, it's part of the, the just like your state tax, there's yeah. a federal tax. Yeah.
0: So anyway, not to get too deep in the weeds there, we are over. An hour Way and twenty over.
2: minutes. This is, I always run long when I'm on. I know. because I'm a windpack. <laughs> wind <laughs> you, you guys poured a couple glasses of wine down me. I'm even more. <laughs> well,
0: wrong. the other thing is that you and I get along great on is we like to both go down the rabbit hole sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I run, and I'm an easy lad. Gary yeah. has to grab me by the feet and the shoestrings and pull me back <laughs> out sometimes because <laughs> I'm a like real, down there just rooting. A redeemer. <laughs> <laughs> He's in there, there trying to save
1: me. overlooking one big fact when What's it comes a, to going over on podcast. We may go over on time, but darn, we make it look good while we're doing <laughs> it. I have
2: to agree.
0: Good deal. Well, Clay, thanks again for being with My, us, today. Totally. Guys, thanks thanks for like us today, Thank you for having me. Appreciate uh, it. It's uh,
2: always fun. And, yeah, uh, I like uh, I like what you guys are doing. I really do, and uh, I'm glad I can help you guys uh any way i can and uh okay. it's coming on talking about stuff that uh irritates the government then i'm your guy now yeah, we we'll need to know now, but, but
0: the one I mean, thing did you guys hear about the guy in the elevator that got sick
2: or we we opened this we're way. going we're to we're going dad end, jokes we're going to end we're going to i was just day. asking way. go ahead no, no, we did no he, uh, i was on elevator
0: yeah, yeah was he was on the elevator and he elevator. got sick it All was right. it was disgusting on so many levels <laughs> wah, wah. My goodness. Hey, I had that po- That joke was sent in to a, view, a listener of our podcast. I had to get it in. So That joke...
1: Yeah, let, let's be honest. You didn't think that joke was funny until, what, a third of a bottle of wine? <laughs>
2: <All> right, I'm <laughs> going to make a proposal. Okay. Oh. It's a bit of a rip-off. Woo. But, uh, Tom Woods, he's a well-known libertarian podcaster. Uh, he had an episode it might have been his thousandth episode or whatever one of the segments uh was he and another guy eric july who's also big in the libertarian movement had a dad joke face off (laughs) and then they're literally just a foot or so away from each other (laughs) and they had to come equipped with enough dad jokes in their back pocket to get through like three rounds and it was basically they took turns telling dad jokes to each other, and the first person's face who cracked with I a saw smile this. I saw this. Gets, <laughs> gets a point, or the other guy gets Ooh. a point. The, the competitor, the other competitor gets a point. I would win this. I, I think. I think <laughs> it's because you that, have no sense of humor. That, perhaps much. this is something to maybe keep in your back pocket for the, the, if there's a day down the road where you're going to actually have a video feed of this podcast while you're doing it, then, then you can actually get the facial expressions and so on and so forth.
1: Tim's so, got, got a, a face video. for radio though. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's,
1: That's what Blake. they say. Even, <laughs> you stole that. I used that on you earlier.
2: Even, even, even better then because you, when you've got a bunch of middle aged, I'll get in there too. <laughs> a bunch of middle aged guys that uh, have, have have the seasoning of life and right. dad jokes, and then trying to make each other crack up. I think it might be. It might, we might be, have to. It it was... Might be newsworthy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, I think this episode definitely gets like two thumbs up. It needs more. It absolutely needs more, more coverage. More coverage,
1: Clay. I'm sure you would agree with that. Oh, right?
2: absolutely. Yeah. The more uh, we can get people into the conversation about surveillance and whatnot, uh, the better and the more awareness we can get more reaction at the state level to try to do something about it. But it starts with, it starts with people because sometimes I feel like I'm alone out there. And <laughs> the fact, the simple fact that I'm still doing this after all these years is amazing sometimes because it is hard to get people, as you were yep. saying earlier, Jerry, to care about something that just is not, it's not. Visible in their face, yep. you know, even though it's happening every day.
0: Did you know Clay son is a, a musician?
1: I didn't until uh, he got married, and Nick or mm-hmm. Josh or maybe both, both had posted some pictures yep. to Facebook. So
2: I saw. That. You may
0: not know yet. But I've contacted Jake. Oh, okay. And cool. Jake is gonna do he's working on getting our opening segment he's Oh made.
2: fantastic. Yeah. Man, that's how awesome, about that? Man. That's awesome. So I'm gonna have some new a, music for the podcast off. The ground, Bone Davis. I was gonna have him do my intro music yeah. too. So if you ever there may be one day, there may be a a, a podcast coming soon called Something More Than Free with <laughs> Davis. But we'll we'll see. We'll I think I saw something on
1: Facebook where he was uh does he have a, some way to reach him if anyone is interested in booking him yeah, for gigs? Yeah,
2: he sure does. And I'm trying to remember what that... I'll tell you, you what, we'll you find can, it yeah, out and I'll link usually, it to the episode. Yeah, you usually hit yeah. him up on Facebook Messenger.
0: Um, Jake Hambone Davis. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Is, yeah, he's, he's quite, awesome. quite so, a musician.
2: <laughs> Anywho, just want to bring that up and
0: give you that. Thanks for the plug, He's doing a good job oh, yeah. and he's, he's, he's doing rocking stuff. So we're going to use his intro music as soon as he gets me that 30-second clip. Jake. <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate everybody's time today. Thanks for coming out. Thanks, and we will see you next time. Bye, and guys. See ya.